Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, John Moxley was back on AEW Dynamite, shutting down a heckler in the process. The real reason this match was pulled from AEW last night. Max Caster blasted WWE's gory self-mutilation barb on last night's Dynamite. And another AEW Originals contract is set to expire soon. I'm Adam Wilborn. I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. John Moxley's back. Yes. That was nice, wasn't it? Kicking off the he show. He looks great, by the looks way. Looks great. Looks a lot ha- Looks a lot healthier. Yeah. Looks a lot more happy with where he is in the world. It's great. Um, it's a really great segment overall, right? I mean, he comes out, he opens the show. <laughs> it's just really uplifting stuff. Sorry. All the way through. Well, I just remembered. The first thing he said. Yes, the first thing he said. It well, was lovely, like well, you say, overall. Yeah. Well, and well, I was like, oh, I can't wait to hear what he says. And what did he start with, Andy? We're, we're currently bur- we're burning the lead a little bit here, but... It was a lovely segment, right? Talking about fighting your demons and, and yeah. showing your scars, present the world who you really are. Drinking blood. He only drinks blood yeah. now. Uh, what was it he said about his demons? Uh, there's a line here that's really good. Oh, yeah, I don't run from demons. I just beat the shit out of them, mm-hmm. which I liked. Um, John Moxley, looking good, looking great. Everyone was into this segment, mm-hmm. right? Arena was completely silent as he spoke. Everyone's like, oh, John Moxley, what are you saying? What are you saying? Popping for the big moments, popping for the big lines. Everyone was into it. Apart from one guy. <laughs> one guy. What What would, before you do this, what would possess you to find out ahead of time John Moxley's returning, this hero's return after he's had all these troubles outside of the ring. Tell you what, when he steps in that ring, grabs a mic, and when he goes quiet, I'm going to heckle him. Yeah, I don't get these morons, man. I really don't. But Dumbass! Somebody who paid for, their, paid for their ticket for this show, maybe mm-hmm. travelled to it as well, they paid this money, they've donated their time to this show they've got as far as about two minutes into the broadcast and decided I'm going to get myself thrown out by being a complete tool music dies uh, Wild Thing fades away from the speakers this guy it was kind of it was hard to make out on television right but Joel Pearl shout out to him has tweeted here basically saying that this guy said boo get this drunken piece of trash out of the ring which of course Given Moxley's struggles and his inpatient uh, inpatient alcohol treatment mm-hmm. program that he underwent back in November, it was announced. Uh, very insensitive, completely lacking in empathy. John Moxley, however, <laughs> barely breathes before saying the following. Hey, go f*** yourself. <laughs> Get that guy out of here, piece of shit. <laughs> Sorry, Nicholas. Sorry, editor, for having to... 
deal with that. That's how you deal for heckler. Yeah. That's how you deal for heckler. Look, it was a, a great segment on the whole, uh, and that popped my increasingly large because I got a bad diet tits off. So I mean, I haven't got a great deal to add. I sort of already said it. Why would you say this? Why do you pay money to go to a show and abuse someone That's for their real problems? a lot of this problems? recently, like stupid people. Someone heckling Powerhouse Hobbs recently. The Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose. Yeah. The Hobbs one just, last week. Why can't you just go to a wrestling show and enjoy it? And if you don't like the wrestling show... Don't buy a ticket. Yeah. Like, getting heat is one thing, right? But abusing a baby face for something they've gone through, like a struggle they've experienced to get back to this point in real life, you lack empathy, you're an idiot, and I hope you get banned from every show ever. Also, what's the best case scenario there? What everyone in the crowd goes, ha, 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 good one, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With this no. guy. Yeah. yeah, well done. You've just uh, abused this guy we all love. Yeah. Okay. Dumbass. Anyway, <laughs> let's continue talking about last night's AEW Dynamite because uh, you may remember that there was meant to be a tag match featuring FTR on it. They were set to face uh, Lee Johnson and Brock Anderson. That did not happen on last night's AEW Dynamite. Now, no word specifically as whether Lance Archer versus Frankie Kazarian, which did go on the show as a sort of surprise edition, um, replaced that. But the reason why FTR versus Lee Johnson and Brock Anderson didn't go down uh, was because this, the match had to be scrapped due to medical protocols. Uh, this is according to Wrestling Observer, Figure 4 Online's Dave Meltzer. Uh, no word on who exactly had the issues with the medical protocols. I've got a horrible feeling this is going to become more and more of a regular occurrence in both AEW and WWE in the coming weeks and months because they're a little bit behind us with the whole Omicron wave, aren't they? And I completely agree with doing this but it is going to affect anticipated matches going forward. Yeah, Lord knows what happened here, of course. Um, match was built last week in a backstage segment, wasn't it? Yes. And it was advertised throughout the week. In the office, actually, yesterday, we were talking, oh, they've kind of stopped advertising this match, and, and Lee and Brock were taping, they taped a match for this week's episode of Dark that looked like a warm-up, and it didn't end up on Dark. We are like, something is occurring mm-hmm. here, and something did occur. The match wasn't on the show. Maybe they'll reschedule it. Um Hope whoever has not passed the medical protocol is doing okay. Obviously. Exactly, yeah. Okay, so what, what's my other story? Uh, gory, gory self-mutilation. Oh, good. Listen. Uh, that was, uh, social media was fun with that one over the weekend. Um, <laughs> you should tweet it about Raw and they'll just use it in a video package or something. Oh. Remember that with blood and guts? Yeah, I do indeed. I do indeed. A little DM <laughs> from USA Network. Hey, man, nice tweet. Can we use it? Anyway, Max Caster, of course, being Max Caster. Took a little pot shot at the gory self-mutilation comment. So context, uh, the Bunny and uh, Penelope Ford versus Ty J from Rampage the other week. Awesome street fight, blood and guts and all of that good stuff. Uh, it was carnage. It was awesome. We loved it. A lot of people loved it. WWE didn't. They released a statement to the Toronto Star as part of another article. Uh, saying, yeah, talking about the gory self-mutilation that buried several women in the match. Because WWE are totally above things like giving a Nazi-adjacent U-boat commander's name to a talented wrestler. But anyway... It's just called Gunther, guys. There was no connection. Yeah, it's a coincidence, guys. They'd never do that Hirohito. Anyway, Caster, he was doing his rap, right? Doing the entrance. Good rap rap this week. It was good this week. And he opened it with the following lines. The acclaimed, beating that ass if you're hating... Fighting with us is gory self-mutilation. Wasn't the only WWE kind of clap back on the show, was it? Cody, Cody, talking about... What was it he called the Gunter name change? Gunter McGillibuddy. Yes, something along that. McGillibuddy. It wasn't McGillicuddy, was it? No, it Uh, wasn't quite. But there was some little shots here and there. Look, same old story with this stuff. I like this stuff. I think it's fun. 
A lot of people don't like it. Fair play. A lot of people also make the argument, oh, it's harming their business. Well, we don't have any evidence to really suggest that. Um, you can like it, you can not like it, whatever. I think it's a riot, and the crowd responds to it. I'll say this. I like it when it's done like this. When it's completely like, this is clearly the reason why we are doing this, to have shots at our competition, L- less so for me. But like this, a sort of throwaway thing where people just think, oh, yeah, he's just said the words gory self-mutilation, yeah. and that's rhymes. Or, you know, Gunther McGillicuddy <laughs> is just a silly name. Yeah. It's, that's the way I prefer it. Um, but I love I love Max Caster's raps. Yeah. Um, and I also want to give a quick mention, because we're talking about it, uh, Anthony Bowens always fires me up when he does the insert place so that they are the acclaimed have arrived. That always fires me up. But also, have you seen the footage on Sting's, uh, on, sorry, on Darby Allen's Twitter yes. page? If you haven't, go and check it out. Of them terrifying people stuck in traffic after the show. Yeah, Stinger hit a Stinger splash on a Rolls Royce. Imagine that. Imagine just like... Yeah, man, looks like we're going to be here for... Oh, get out! it's got to be Alan and Sting. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's conclude our sort of AEW roundup here by talking... There's no WWE news today, sorry. Yeah. Like, uh, there's like none. Talking about an AEW original whose contract is set to expire. We talked uh, a few days ago, I believe, about Peter Avalon. And now Joey Janela has told Fightful uh, that his contract with AEW expires in May. Uh, but he does say he wants to stick around. Um, he talked before when he was talking... I don't know, I've completely forgotten to write down who it was, who he was talking to that he needed to step things up if he was going to be sort of yeah. kept on by AEW a while back. Uh, but he said in terms of goals going forward, he wants to bring AEW and surging indie group Game Changer Wrestling closer together, build a relationship between the two. Janela, uh, of course, very important for GCW, uh, both on camera and off, and he's going to be fighting Matt Cardona um, <laughs> in GCW's uh, Hammerstyle Ballroom show on the 23rd of January. I still think he's got a part to play in AEW. Yeah, yeah. Contract coming up in a couple of months. There was a rumour last year that he'd re-signed, but obviously that doesn't seem to be the case. Um, look, Joey Janela is never going to be for everyone, and I think he kind of revels in that. I think he enjoys being the divisive guy, shooting on, like, coronet, people with that kind yes. of mentality and, and everything else. I like Joey Janela. I've always liked Joey Janela. I think he's a lot of fun, and I particularly like the way he winds people up. <laughs> um he hasn't been on Dynamite for ages. His last appearance on the show was like May 2021. Mostly been on, on the YouTube series. He's been doing some stuff with Kayla Rossi. Uh, she's been kind of his bodyguard. She's learning the craft. She's been doing some flips and stuff. It's been cool. Um, but yeah, I think he still has a role to play for sure. E- even if, you know, the majority of it's going to be on Dark and Elevation. And if you follow him on social media, he talked about stepping it up, like I said, a while back. He has been put- putting a lot into making his body better because I think mm-hmm. that was a point of... Con, you know, conflict between people online about the way that he looks, mm. and he's clearly trying to make that change. And fair play to him, good luck to yeah. him. I love it when he stirs the pot. Exactly. Right, let's move on to your Twitter questions at WhatCultureWWE. Of course, we want to get in touch with us. Uh, first question today comes from Silverblade, who says, Morning, guys. Do you think they are doing lights out for Cole Orange? Yes, uh, last night it was announced at Beach Break next week. Uh, Adam Cole, Orange Cassidy are having a lights out match. Are they doing that to protect a Cole loss, just like with Brit, or is it just a stipulation enhancement? Yeah, I think I think it's a protection thing, for sure. Um, I think that they want to do Cole versus Page for the title sooner rather than later and if he has a loss on his record that is harder to justify uh, you do the lights out if he loses to Orange which I think will happen 
that it doesn't go on his record, it doesn't count. It gives him and Brit another thing in common. Uh, and yeah, it, as, as if they need more in common. What a silly comment. Indeed. Uh, but yeah, I think that's how it's going to happen. I think you're probably right there. Uh, and also, a quick shout out to Chris Statland doing a 450 onto Mr. and Mrs. Adam Cole. That's I nice. like that. Adam Cole's like, hey, I've got you now. You can't do this. <laughs> Don't care, mate. Splat. <laughs> Just tear them both out. Quality. Uh, second quest today. question today comes from Jay Swaggachino on Twitter, who nice. says, uh, Morning, Kings. I finally might have a good question for you guys. Thank you for submitting this. Well, I just, I literally just look and f- pick the first three that I see. I'll be honest. I don't really. There's not really a vetting process. If it includes a certain villain's name, it, yes, yeah. yeah, that won't be getting mentioned. <laughs> uh, what is the real deal with WWE and the name slash gimmick changes? Is it a legal slash money thing, or just the machine still living in the past using old methods and bad creative? Yeah, I think it's an old method kind of thing. I think WWE like having ownership of everything. I don't think they like to. You know, when someone comes in with an established act, sometimes they let it breathe, but quite often they like to make it their own. And I think this is their way of making Walter Gunter uh, their own. Um, look, sometimes I think it's a silly practice. I think it's a silly name change here, even removed from the connotations of the name. Um, but it's kind of an age-old WWE thing, isn't it? I think you're you're dead on with your second part there. Yeah, I completely agree. And I think it's one of the dumbest things WWE does. Yeah. You bring someone in with an an established name with an established name, if that makes sense, and you go, nah, you're not Rick Steinerson, you're Bran Breaker. Yeah, you're Gary but Smith. But we'll still play reference to the fact that you're a Steiner, even though you were calling yourself Rex Steiner elsewhere, and that seemed to work, but we have to own this name. It's just like, you know, if, I don't know... Michael Caine changed his name to Bobby Beans, right? <laughs> and I googled Michael. I don't want to have to go. Fucking, oh, what film's he in now? Oh, oh, that's Michael Caine. Bobby Beans is in the new <laughs> Batman or whatever. Like it's just it just complicates the whole thing. And for casual fans, if someone says, "Oh, so and so is going to be on this show," and you're like, "Sorry, who's that?" Oh, that's the son of. A start. It just, it's needless, it's yeah. stupid. Why but bother? But for the time being, I completely agree, it's not going to change. Yeah. It's for marketing and merchandise and stuff, isn't it? But can you imagine if AJ Styles had come in and they'd called him Chris Williams or something? <laughs> so close to being my dad, that as well. He is, hey, the big dog. Your uh, last name's Dave. <laughs> right, let's move on to the final question today. It comes from Chris Two. He says, Morning, Jets. Which is your preferred type of finisher? A sudden impact a la the RKO or super kick? Or something with a lot of setup, e.g. a muscle buster or something from the top rope? Oh my goodness. Um, that's a really tough question because I think situationally they both, they're both great. Like, there's a time and a place for the showmanship of an elaborate, yes. long setup. But also, uh, the RKO out of nowhere, the meme, yeah. it's, it's great as well. It's a sudden burst of adrenaline. I think I'm going to go for the elaborate setup mm-hmm. type deal because I, I, I like the dramatic closing stretches of the epic matches in pro wrestling history, particularly in Japan. So I really like that setup. And there are cool things you can do within that sequence, within the elaborate setup, counters, last gasp reversals, things like that. I think I'm going to go with that. But they're both awesome and they both have their uses. I completely agree. I love just like a desperation RKO or a super kick or whatever it may be. Not the knockout punch, but things like that out of nowhere. But yeah, if you get 
if you do an elaborate setup and each time you get closer and closer to actually hitting it, yeah. W, O, R, oh, it's been cut off. Splat. W, yeah. O, R, M. It's going to be in the rumble. I'm so excited. I love that. And me and Phil were just randomly talking about Martin Kirby's Zoidberg elbow. Yeah. I think he only ever hit once in WCPW. <laughs> yeah. like but my God, the roof came off the place when that happened. So I'm probably going to have to go for the elaborate setup. But like you say, uh, Evan Bourne coming off the top back in the day and getting caught with the RKO or, of course, the Seth Rollins... You know, Randy Orton is one of the most infamous moments in WrestleMania history. So, yeah, I think it's I think it's it depends on the match in the moment is the best way of putting it. But give me an elaborate setup anytime. It's probably what I'll put for my new character on 2K whenever that's coming out. When there is that coming out? It's a while now, isn't it? March, I believe. March. I'm actually excited for it for once. I'm not gonna play it. Okay, fair enough. Uh, right, let's move on to today's <laughs> and finally, and I think for the I first liked. time ever, it's a tweet by Grayson Waller off of NXT 2.0. All right. I actually thought this was pretty fair play. Yesterday this came out, so you may have already seen it. Uh, but obviously, yesterday this conversation was a lot about Walter becoming Gunther. Uh, and Grayson tweeted, just so everyone knows, Walter was just too close to Waller. So I spoke to my lawyers, and they're good at what they do. You're welcome. That is That's some good. good heel stuff. That's good. Yeah, good job, Grayson Waller. Well done. Like very, it. very good stuff. He's, uh, got, he's got the heater now, hasn't he? Ooh. So Rav's back. Haven't seen him in a while. And he's in a suit. Yeah. Former Indus man, of course. Yeah. Let's see what he can do. Best of luck to him. Uh, right, let us know your thoughts on that and all of today's news stories in the comments section below. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And subscribe to What Cult Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Dadly Boys sitting down to review AW Dynamite a little bit later on today. Plus, you can let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, you can follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... At Andy H. Murray. The H stands for hate, as in God's hate. I'm sure I've shouted this band out before. But they did uh, Brody King and Malachi Black's entrance theme last night. And if you like that, Brody King is the singer in the band. They're awesome. The music sounds like a punch right in your nose. Really good. Check them out if you like just like really aggressive hardcore. Yes. Good stuff. Uh, you can follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE. But for now, my thanks, Danny Murray. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.